Hello, welcome to Solomon's Temple. This episode is going to be about Soren Kierkegaard's The Teleological Suspension of the Ethical. And for those that aren't familiar with any of that jargon, teleology is a term, a philosophical term, for reason or causation, an explanation toward an end goal, an aim, or a purpose. It functions as a cause. In his passage from the book Fear and Trembling, he cites from Abraham's relationship with God when he goes and attempts to kill his son Isaac because he believes that it's his moral duty to do whatever God is telling him to do, and in that he knows as a particular entity that obeying a universal ethic that you love your son, that you would not kill your son ever because you love your son. That's a universal ethic. But he suspends the ethical, teleological suspension of the ethical. He suspends his ethics, his personal morality, in order to abide by some end, God, the duty towards God, that end, the teleology of God's will, and being a character, an agent of faith, a person, an individual of faith, has a purpose or goal of fulfilling God's will. And you would suspend your most universal ethics in order to do so. He says that there's a sort of paradox with this, that individual's purpose is within a universal ethic, or that their telos is within a universal ethic. Its task is to abolish a particularity in order to become a universal, that this ethic is supposed to be the same for everyone, that this particular ethic is a universal ethic, that fathers should love their sons and not kill them, no matter who's saying it, right? But there's an assertion over and against a universal ethic when it becomes the will of God or the command of God to fulfill the teleology, the end state of obeying God. He's saying that when you're an individual that is standing in relation to the universal but are in congruity with the absolute, you look back at the universal and stand superior to it. He says earlier that the individual is not superior but subordinate to the universal, but in this sense, when you're in relations to the absolute, you become superior to the universal as a particular through faith. When it was the reverse, a particular is subordinate to the universal in ethic, but in faith, the particular is superior to the universal, that in doing God's will, sometimes you transcend universal ethics. And this is questioning, this calls into question your moral obligation to go with certain wills when it is spoken as an ultimate absolute will of God. His relation to his son was a universal ethic. Beyond that relation was that of the absolute, of a personal one. He attempted to prove his faith by killing Isaac. The temptation of duty to the ethical, the temptation of doing the ethical what's right as a universal was the temptation, and that was keeping him from God's will. You may counsel the tragedy hero of a universal ethic, but not a man of faith, as no one can understand it's personal. And we said, of course, earlier that a universal ethic, of course, you're going to follow a universal ethic. What are you doing trying to transcend a universal ethic in the first place? And I think if you follow commands or if something is presented as God's will, do it. It is absolute. You become superior to that which is universal as a particular of faith. That when you are called as a duty to respond to God's will in this way, you transcend ethics. And really, this might just be a criticism of when you suspend your judgments, your, when you teleologically are caught 
caused into some action and you're able to suspend the ethical or what is right in accordance with that will really you're, you're losing sight as as way of faith that sometimes your faith can just blind you and i think this is what this is revealing but in essence also that maybe <laughs> you go along with the will of god you do what god says even at, at all the odds are against you. Like, of course, you wouldn't transcend a universal such as killing your own son. That's something so tempting not to do. Like, of course, you wouldn't want to kill your son, but God said so. So my faith is being tested. I better show God that I'm, you know, I mean, who, why would God do that? That sounds so ridiculous to me. <laughs> and maybe this is just what this is trying to reveal is don't just do anything God says, because, hey, maybe if you're transcending some universal ethics, someone's bullshitting you, or there's some higher purpose we can't understand, and you just do it anyway you don't ask questions i don't know maybe i'm gonna say probably no on that but that's soren kierkegaard in his comment on teleology it sort of paints god as almost like this you, you don't like me unless you kill your son so do it no don't do it i just wanted to see if you do it i say I, it just doesn't sound right it's from the old testament so you know there's no wonder that the uh, the, the new testament christians are are critical of, of what, what goes on in the old testament and why you have different churches. Okay, well, thanks for tuning into this one. I'll see you next time.